Hello, welcome to the Property Report Podcast, produced by Property Guru Property Report, the official magazine of the Asia Property Awards and Asia Real Estate Summit. We'll talk about innovations, issues, and technologies that are reshaping our homes and communities. On this episode, we'll be speaking with Ovi Sabrina, Rebrick's co-founder and chief operational officer. Welcome to the Property Guru Property Report Podcast. My name is Janine, the Digital Content Manager for Property Guru Property Report and Asia Property Awards and Events. For today's episode, we are going to talk about our excessive plastic usage and how we can turn things around. I know we've talked about this already in past episodes, specifically in terms of food, grocery, or packaging deliveries, and the different ways to fight against the growing threat of the eighth continent called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. But during the pandemic, as we tried to keep safe, the number of deliveries skyrocketed and so did our plastic usage. Be that as it may, the number of businesses and individuals reducing their carbon footprint have increased. So many businesses have sprung up solely to manufacture alternatives to plastic. On the other hand, our guest for today is aiming to reduce the globe's plastic volume by turning these into eco-building materials. Joining us to discuss this impressive feat is O.V. Sabrina, the co-founder and chief operational officer of Rebricks Indonesia. Hi, O.V. Thanks a lot for being here with us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's, it's such a pleasure to be here. Of course, we're delighted to have you here. Um, before we discuss Rebrick's innovative solution to the growing plastic problem, may we ask how is Indonesia coping with this? So basically in the past uh, two, three years, like our government is actually started to take this seriously. So they started to try to make a better regulation for this. And then like several, at least in Jakarta, like they stopped using plastic bag in convenience store. So everybody is using their reusable bag right now. You know, in the past four, three, four years, like I see the change in people behaviors. I mean, like especially I think because of COVID, everybody is working from home. Yeah. So I think they started to realize like the pressing issue of the plastic waste problem mm-hmm. in Indonesia. So they started to sort the waste. They started to send the waste to waste management companies and everything. Yeah. But we are still, you know, like with the plastic waste, it's an, a massive, massive problem. So we just started our effort to make it better. But we are still in a very beginning, you know, like <laughs> in a very yeah. early stage. Yes. Yeah, I hear you. All countries actually have been trying their best to minimize their plastic use. And we know that there are many ways to reuse plastic. Out of all the possibilities, though, why did you or your team decide to turn it into an eco building material? So basically, like maybe if I may, I would uh, explain a little bit with me and my co-founder, both of us, it really comes from our own patients. We started our zero waste journey since I think five, six years ago. Okay. So and then in Jakarta, there are several types of plastic that even if we already stored it, we don't have any solution to recycle it. We call yeah. them rejected plastic waste. 
they are, uh, you know, like all the multi-layer plastics, plastic bags, soft plastic mm-hmm. packaging for household products. They are all rejected. So if we go even to the waste bank or waste picture, picker, they will be like, no, I don't want it because it's non-valuable, no value whatsoever. So yeah. Okay. Since when I started our zero waste journey, we started to segregate our plastic. So we just like, oh my God, there are a lot of rejected plastic waste that we cannot mm-hmm. do anything about. So mm-hmm. therefore me and my partner, we were like, what can we do? So basically like I came from a family that uh, run a concrete factory for the past 30 years. Okay. So we have an access to a concrete factory, right? So at the mm-hmm. beginning, we thought if we can turn this rejected plastic into building materials, we hope it could last longer. Because, you know, when we build a house, we won't tore it down after a year, right? We will no. stay in that house for a long, long time and everything. And mm-hmm. then like if we build a parking lot, it's not uh, something that's going to be replaced so soon. So we thought, oh, building materials is a good idea. And I have an access to that. So if we can mm. actually create a building materials that is more eco-friendly, so why not? So that's okay. basically the first consideration that we have, actually. So since your business started, approximately how many kilograms of plastic, of discarded plastic, as you say, have been provided to you and how much has been processed so far? So at the beginning, when we first launched our product in November 2019, Mm-hmm. We didn't know how could we get the plastic waste from because yeah. this plastic, no waste bank collected it, right? Mm-hmm. So we started our social media campaign in Instagram. It started as something that we thought like, okay, maybe someone will send it to us. But turned out to we receive a surprising positive response from the people. So they started yeah. to send. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. They sent it to us. Uh, the sorted and already clean rejected plastic to us with their own expenses. Right now, we could get like around 50 kilogram in each draw point that we have. Right now, we have four draw points. Wow. Yeah. So if you ask like how much, uh, how, how much kilogram, how many kilograms we have collected, I think it's over 20, 15 tons plastic waste. Yes. Unfortunately, our workshop is quite big enough so we can still store it. Mm. Yeah. So I think right now when we compare supply and demand, you know, like with the massive plastic problem and the lack of solution for rejected plastic, we have more demand and more supply. Mm-hmm. I think like it's, it's meant to be that way, you know, <laughs> you know like more supply than, than yeah. demand. So that's how much plastic we got for the past two years. So despite the pandemic and everything, last year we processed around one ton of plastic in a six-month period because of the lockdown and everything because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But six months, our first year, we recycled and apply one ton of rejected plastic. But until September this year, we already broke the sales like five times. So we wow. already recycled and set, applied around five tons of rejected plastic. It's good and bad because you can see that people want to help, but then you see all the discarded plastic. You know, me and my partner, we try so hard. Mm-hmm. We can always cater for them because they don't have any option, actually. In Indonesia at the moment, nobody wants to accept this type of plastic. If they do, they want to accept it uh, in a small amount because they use it for bags, making crafts, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right now, we are really trying so hard to increase our sales and hopefully we can open branch in other cities because we receive so much message from people around Indonesia, not only from Jakarta. Hmm. Say, can you open in my city? Is it already available in my city? You know, Because for example, hmm. like from our followers and for the people who send us their ways, we actually receive it from 19 cities around wow. Indonesia, not only from Jakarta. Yes. 
because we don't have solution yet for rejected plastic. So the people yeah. who already started it, they just like, okay, I will just send it to Jakarta. I am, I am so glad to hear because they are putting that much effort to help our environment through this. Now, our listeners are probably wondering, out of all the five tons or several tons of plastic that you have already produced, you made a lot of pavers, hollow blocks, roof, and tile products. Now, since these are made of plastic, are these flammable? If not, how were you able to remove that combustibility from products made of plastic? So actually in May, we sent our product to a laboratory in Singapore. I don't know how to pronounce the laboratory. It's TUV <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> so we passed the non-combustibility test. So oh, our okay. brain is like non-combustible. So I, I hope it answered your question. Like we yeah. actually, in Rebricks, we take research and development really seriously. It took us one and a half year to actually launch our product because mm-hmm. we want to be a company that make recycled product, but can also compete with the conventional product. So yes. we, we always strive to have the same quality and also competitive mm-hmm. price with conventional products. So we always take our our product to the laboratory first. Like mm-hmm. in Indonesia, we also send our products to B4T laboratory from our Ministry of Industry. So okay. to do like the pressure test okay. and then like the power that we have is minimum 250 kilogram per square centimeter. Okay. So according to our national standard, it's actually already suitable for parking space, for pedestrian and everything. That's great. That was actually my next question because building <laughs> materials are supposed to withstand natural elements. And it's good to know that these are as good as their original counterparts. Yeah, that's our vision. Well, actually like it's just because we think if we can compete with conventional product, hopefully people will substitute the conventional product with a more eco-friendly option, you know, so mm-hmm. we can actually build, but at the same time also cleaning up the waste. That's actually like our... Yeah, you want to kill two birds <laughs> with one stone, as they say. <laughs> yeah, we hope so. so. Have you already started uh, selling these? Oh, yeah. So we started uh, when we launched... On November 2019, we first, of course, looking for the supply. But mm-hmm. and then like uh, in April last year, we started the sales and everything. So actually like our sales is growing constantly. Like at the beginning, we we had so many direct users. The people use it for their houses and everything. Mm-hmm. But in this year, in 2021, we actually received a lot of inquiries from companies as well as architectures, company. I think like two months ago, we also worked with one of the developer in Indonesia, you know. So we are actually optimistic with the trend of the market at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think like people started to, okay, let's try like a greener option, something like yes, that. Yes. Everyone wants to be sustainable now because that's where we plan to <laughs> solve the plastic problem. <laughs> But my question is, though, how did you manage to convince your users or developers? Did it take any convincing or was it so easy to get them into this idea of using uh, products made of plastic? Uh, I won't say that it's super hard because like, mm-hmm. I think the market is actually moving toward that greener option, right? So yeah. we, we are supported by that trend, mm-hmm. but they need a little bit of convincing, you know, like we did a lot of that laboratory testing, like I mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. Because unlike conventional product, we need to prove ourselves, right? So <laughs> exactly. I'm actually glad that the acceptance is there already, especially now, now when we need it the most. Uh, have so much more to ask but we are actually out of time 
Thanks so much for that very interesting chat, Ovi. Glad to hear that we can make plastic into something so beneficial to the real estate industry instead of watching the eighth continent grow. Now, for our listeners, I'm sure you have questions of your own, so feel free to check out their website, rebricks.id. That's R-E-B-R-I-C-K-S dot I-D. Ovi, is there anything else you would like to share with us? Maybe for an easier access, you can also visit our Instagram. It's also rebricks.id. All right. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much, Ovid. Everyone, thanks for listening to the Property Guru Property Report podcast. Make sure to stay tuned to our next episode. You know the drill. Keep safe, sane, and healthy always. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and tune in next time. Thank you.